Hello and welcome back to Black Her Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're back to discuss the final two episodes of the miniseries Black Snow, Sugar Sugar, and Spirit Speak. I think the penultimate episode was a lot of cycling. While it definitely gave us some insights, there was some stalling till we got to the our final reveal. And I did like where the mystery took us. I think that the strongest part about this series is that they kept enough reasonable suspects in the pool that it could have ended in a lot of different directions. And I didn't expect the direction to be where it was. So it gets credit for that. However, there's a lot of unknowns that kind of take away from some of the good things that they've built within the, the series. And then the, the, uh, the justice part of it all, I'm not even sure was served on all accounts that it needed to be served and there were parts we just didn't even address so while i like this mini series i think that it shied away from being something actually great and kind of settled for reasonably good before i jump into the recap where we listen to this podcast Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Every good podcast can be found. Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm going to not break it down by recap because I actually watched both these episodes back to back on Sunday. But because I was feeling a bit under the weather and my voice... They tried to get me. I did not allow the virus to win. I was on that shit like white on rice. Ain't nobody got time for that. I also did not take any notes, which is good because if you've heard any clicking in my videos, videos, podcasts, it is because of my mouse that I did not realize is as loud as it is. And so I use it not, I don't use the scroll button. I just use the click on it. And that's what's been messing around in the background music. So I'm going to pull once again, how people feel about the silence. If you want the background music back into the show, not even sure if that's going to as I said in my Mind Hunter podcast, actually get it out. Uh, so I'm trying to think of other alternatives here because I need my notes. It's how I mostly stay on track. <laughs> Otherwise, I will be all over the place. I think it's fine and I'm overthinking it, but I am trying to do better in my audio. And it's just an annoying sound, I think. It's distracting and I don't like it. So I need to find a solution to to mask it out or maybe print. I don't have a printer to be able to 
look at my notes. I never thought to invest in one, mainly because I don't want to kill any trees. <laughs> that was the point. Uh, let's get into this episode. Let's start with our character, Hazel, who is being talked about all over town. Even Dale got the lowdown talking about, I heard that somebody slept over last night in your hotel room. Rap snitches, telling all their business, sit in the court and be their own star witness. The way they played this scene, it seemed as if Kyle was the one that had informed Dale, but it feels as if per the conversation that's heard later on, it was the the hotel manager that just decides that gossiping to the local sheriff is what they like to do on the actions of another officer. Small towns, I guess. But Hazel, in this small town, in her grief and love of her sister, got close to her sister's ex-boyfriend, Anton, and like I suspected, decided to have sex with him. And that is how her daughter, Kalana, came into this world. Oh, I knew it. Anton, for all the threats that you were sending on that phone with the texting about how I'm no longer covering for you, time's up. She was not even a little bit scared or intimidated. And if you don't actually say anything after the fact, then it feels as if you're bluffing. But he wasn't bluffing. It just that it took him. <laughs> he waited for his opportunity, I suppose. But maybe she should have taken him more seriously. And then she would not have been so concerned. And she was concerned because she woke up and was like, Kalana, where are you? Oh, I'm, I'm going to soccer. I'm over at soccer practice with someone else. So and so. Okay. So if you're that concerned, I think that you need to come clean about who your baby daddy is. And I understand the shame because it is a bit shameful. The younger sister hooking up with the man that was screwing your sister. I didn't even know they was having sex in the barn at that place. And the fact that they both had sex with him in this barn at the place. I'm not judging. I'm judging a little. I'm not going to lie. Her mama and honor something else. It was meant to be. It was one spirit for the other spirit. It was her time. Like, uh, be that as it may, <laughs> be that as it may, that, that's just choosing to see the bright side. And dad, too, had a reaction, but he actually had one of anger saying, well, you deprived a father of their child. You are the father. I think they inconsistently made the father far more foreboding than he ever was with the with the reaction of her reading Maya Angelou he would certainly freak out even more at the thought that his daughter was having premarital sex and furthermore his 
other daughter had premarital sex and got pregnant right under his nose with a a boy child man i don't know where he was at this point he wasn't a child (laughs) but you get where i'm coming from there is a certain factor of i couldn't have that life with izzy and so i have this child with you that represents the child i wanted with izzy it's 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 a lot it's definitely a lot for kalana to have to accept and hazel definitely was shitty for not telling her this she also waited at the last minute to tell cormac who kind of rolled his eyes and then was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Not even dealing with you right now. You're the least of my problems. (laughs) Oh, by the way, everybody thinks that we're fucking. Oh, you wish. Tasha's brother's death was ruled an accident because that's pretty much how they wanted it to look like. The detectives from mckay went away especially after he blew him off and james gets up in his face about it like i can't decide if you're corrupt or useless and i think it's with a lot of sadness that there is no resolution on the replacement of someone and i guess maybe that was not the point the point was the resolution of the death of who killed isabel not to and to view the the conditions that surrounded her death that influenced her death but not to fix or crusade the system in which has the majority control in this particular community that's based on a very predatorial uh, way of utilizing their workers particularly undocumented workers uh moving on from here james goes to see his father his father pretty much plays mind games with him saying that his brother is in trouble he's like okay like i expected you don't want anything other than to get in my head and bother me and to know that you can still bother me and not let you have this round and that is my fault sir and then he gets back getting that news he's really not happy hazel wants to finally watch the the footage the camera footage of isabel And then they come to the end of it, which he's never watched past the end of the credits, where there's a scene where Izzy is filming where she saw one of the missing boys running. And so he goes to this location and he finds uh, her shoes with her sister's name written into them, which we know per the next episode she wrote as the person that she loved the most let's move over to chloe and her trash ass dad turns out steve 
was not only involved in exploiting the the undocumented workers, it turns out that he also sexually took advantage of their wives when he had them working at his home, which is something that Isabel had ran into in the past when she had asked her friend Chloe, who had told her, who she told Zeke, had left the country, that they got plane tickets, they decided they didn't like the work. Zeke's like, that's not possible. They don't even have their passports. She goes back, does some sleuthing, finds the passports, and Steve's uh, locked drawer in his office, comes out, sees the maid there, and she's crying. She puts two and two together, and the maid tells her to get out of there. She hides the passports in the van, and she tells him that she showed up to pick up her shoes that he had gifted her, as well as Chloe, because everything Chloe gets, Isabel gets as well. That's a bit of a trend, but we already see Steve's lustful eye looking towards Isabel. You should wash your hands, you dirty pig. There was a scene where they go to put in a ticket or a raffle and they bought all the tickets the church did. And there's a moment where Victor and Catherine, his wife, they're talking about how Anton shouldn't even try to go to school because what's the point? He should be on the farm. So they're very controlling parents about what he should do in life. They have very little expectation for him or want him to have very little expectation, but to follow in the same footsteps, which is terrible. Then you have the moment where they're picking out the color of her dress. And the parents make this comment later on about how they're not okay with this. And that's my first indication we had any racial tension from the parents that she was dating a white boy. And so Aunt Rosa came into her room when she was found out to have been having sex and was grounded from going to the formal. Like, oh, you need to respect your elders. I'll talk to your father. But she brings up, like, am I supposed to be black? Am I supposed to be white? Am I supposed to be this? Am I supposed to be that? I don't know who the fuck I am right now. And I'm trying to figure it out. But I've had to play different roles. And don't pretend like y'all have not put in put in position me to be playing those multiple roles for your own benefit and for our benefit in society you know what I mean and I feel like those are some of the things that were interesting in the black culture uh, of how they've had to as kind of the the black powerhouse that takes care of the workers and and is the mediator so to speak, between the the plantation worker and the slaves, so to speak. So her telling her, you just need to respect your elders. Well, I like that it's reflected in Kalana, though, with the Black Lives Matter, that she's not going to just sit back in line and allow other people to speak for her, that she's going to speak up for herself. Is that just sidebar? Are we meant to believe that Anton tagged the 
the statue at that one time where she was like did you do it again she's like no but i'm glad for the person who did and that's when he started showing up just a question so getting back to the past izzy decides to confront uh was it this episode or last episode i can't remember Oh, yeah. After she tells her parents that Hazel gets to the station and she hears the song that she heard the night that she called Izzy. And it's the mixtape that Tasha gave to Anton. So everything is pointing to Anton. Uh, and I'm pretty convinced at this point that he did it until we talk about that bitch named Chloe. Some of y'all is fat and ugly and unattractive, but that is okay. Just be who you are. I don't know if I'm supposed to be feeling like this is her. I'm disgusted by your treatment of women. And now I'm taking this footage of how Isabel blackmailed you and told you that she knew what she knew about the boys and that you kind of made some bit of sexual advance toward her talking about how pretty she looked yeah you're gonna step down and i'm gonna step up then she asks about the boys and when she finally decides to get rid of the van and the passports are found you're thinking okay here's your chance to prove i'm not a piece of shit and then she burns them Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. She simply could not fit in with the other side of the fence. She was rejected and decided to join the oppressors that she so vigorously denied that she was. But underneath it all, it was always seen. And I think Izzy saw it. Even though she really wanted to believe that this person truly loved me for me. She really was my best friend. We were like sisters. We were supposed to be blood. But we're not blood. Because Chloe basically is doing the exact same thing her father's doing. Scamming the workers. Scamming the government. She's like, oh, I learned from the best. And you got away with it. Be grateful. And that's... uh that's her she goes and drops off billy stuff that's a dale earlier i think i meant billy and tells tasha she'll pay for the funeral and tasha's like oh that's nice and then gives her her medication like wow you're not really a friend she could use a friend in anton and james tells him as much but anton is not trying to be a friend to tasha she was always a booty call she always gonna be a booty call even if he's friends with her he just doesn't see her as that type of material. Maybe they will in the future. But even at the funeral at the procession at the end. <laughs> that's just never what's going to happen. Uh, he did go back and give the photos back to Anton from the time capsule. And he, uh, he sees the, the photo of Izzy. But his father comes out once again and stops him from talking. He even says, if you need, if you need protection, you can let me know. 
So everything's building up to the finale where we get the big reveal, which is that Victor did it. We find out in the past because Anton takes Kalana out to the same place he made love to her on all those years ago and says that he wants her to know from him after showing her the photo saying that Isabel dumped me because she knew that she was better than me that I was never going to be good enough for her and she was right. She became disillusioned, I think, with what the life was around her. And she wanted to find her own voice in all of that. And so she decided to help Zeke at the formal. Hector comes out. They're talking. He's really drunk. He tries to make a move, but she's like, come on, I know and you know what you truly want and hopefully you get to kiss who you want once you get out of here he says everything has been great this summer because of her and they'll always have each other he walks out and the reason why he had blood all over him is because he got in a fight with billy and i think the exaggeration there with covered in blood is immense because <laughs> covered in blood and that fucking nosebleed that you had is that's get out of here sir you're so over dramatic and that wasn't even brought into the fold wasn't even a point and that's when well no in the in the dance she was dancing with hector who was once again a little tipsy she basically breaks up with him Tells him she doesn't want to do this. Because at first it's okay, it's fine. But because Anton is talking about how he doesn't even want to go anymore, how they should just move in together and start their life, she's like, no, I don't want that. Maybe four months ago I would have fallen right into that. But I have dreams, I have ambitions, and it is not to be in this town. And so she decides to break up with him. And nine seconds later, he's kissing Tasha in the corner because that's what he does, even though he swears he didn't have sex with her. But I'm pretty sure he had sex with her. I thought last episode, though, that's why I meant the inconsistency or two episodes ago, it seemed as if Tasha was just really a friend and a good friend that pined for him, but he never really saw her in that manner. But no, like I thought four episodes ago when she was sitting in his lap that oh y'all broken up up (laughs) that's when i thought the relationship was over because that's not how i want my man even if we uh just had a fight to be hanging out with some other girl and so she leaves with chloe chloe's like fuck him we're just gonna go to our trip uh because the dad had wanted them to get motels because he was worried about them being out there on the road and he also volunteered to talk to her dad about letting her go and that's when she drops the bomb that she doesn't want to go and like i thought she don't want to go with her she's like if you want me to tell you the truth your dad is a racist and a sexist 
he does really terrible things and she said fuck you bitch and left her on the side of the road and that was that that's the end of their friendship and so she gets uh oh no she at the formal she saw zeke that's when he got beat up by billy she told him to go see her dad she decides to go out to where she saw the boys uh because she figures she can she knows where they're at because right before the formal when they were walking her and anton victor had told them that there was some type of chemical leak in the barn where they used to hang out and that's where the red dirt is she goes finds one of the brothers i can't remember which one was alive but the other one was dead Uh, from a wound it turned out because victor was depriving them of getting anything to drink and when they did find something to drink in his yard they came across his daughter he became upset because black hands were on his child and how dare they so he uh he chased him caused a wound he had to go get medicine because it got infected but unfortunately he died he freaks out and ends up shooting the other brother unfortunately this was after uh after isabel had been there had made contact had offered her handkerchief that had her name on it and victor knew immediately that she knew what she knew and that that was not going to be permissible and that she must have been close enough to have heard that gunshot which she certainly did starts running goes to the payphone to call her sister but then anton pulls up the one in the car playing that song that tasha gave him which actually is a pretty good song and i am mad that was stuck in my head for a day and he gets out he's pretty drunk he's just like we're meant to be together i'm sorry nothing happened with tasha you know i just want us to be not understanding what's going on and two seconds later victor comes around the corner rushes past his son izzy runs away and he takes the butt of his rifle and with one blow kills her goodbye my lover goodbye my friend no wonder anton is so fucked up it was it was his father that beat him up that night when he would have told him the truth because it turns out it was anton all that time that after realizing what his father did didn't want to leave her just in the ditch so he took her to the cemetery where she could be discovered on consecrated ground as well took off a piece of her hair put it in the time capsule so that when it was open all this time later they would start investigating the death uh of her and his father's sins would finally come out because clearly clearly he wasn't going to go to law enforcement they weren't going to do anything about it 
and it turns out it's something that James kind of figured out but it's solidified during the standoff with Kalana because he's just wanting to tell Kalana the truth she kind of wants to get away Victor shows up after the mom's like hey what's going on have you seen him and he told him like you need to get your shit together this stuff ends with that girl and uh he points a gun at his son like put the knife away and his son's not even reaching for the knife so he he yells out if that's what it takes right if it takes killing me to keep your secret you're willing to do it and he was almost willing to do it until he couldn't and his son broke down and that's when james figured out oh you've been abusing him which explains his behavior in the past right his drinking all the time his missing school uh the way in which it seemed as if he was hiding some deep kind of pain and it makes sense now that we know Cormac's story that Anton actually was being abused that his father basically killed the love of his life right in front of him and told him to keep his fucking mouth shut all this time forcing him to work on the farm he's not had much of a life and he could not acknowledge the only daughter that uh, could have given him a purpose beyond what has traumatically scarred him and i like that kalana just didn't say oh all is well all is forgiven she just wanted to know why he took the hair and that i don't know if i can forgive you don't push me at this time and that's a perfectly reasonable response upon hearing that even though i think she was far too forgiving of her mother Even though she was very sympathetic to Anton in the end. Like, you know, your love was pure and what happened to you was fucked up. Because it wasn't his fault. Man, it was not his fault. He had nothing to do with what was going on in that meal. He probably had nothing to know to what was going on with his father. And his father was just a mean son of a bitch that was willing to go there. It kind of felt in the penultimate episode that steve wasn't it because he just didn't seem like the type that would actually get his hands dirty especially when a 17 year old confronts you and just like and he had seen that hector filmed them so he sent billy to beat him up and take the camera so that was the connection there and they have a memorial for her he is arrested victor he did have a gun this whole entire time so it's good to know (laughs) that cormac was uh was armed and once he is in jail he tries to tell this story about self-defense i'm like you delusional fuck self-defense and then he eventually admits to not only that murder but the murder of billy who he ran off the road because he would keep his mouth shut because he did scream to everybody and anyone that hey i got evidence that you committed a crime idiot he didn't even have to be asked 
Or did he just do it because he knew his boss would want it done? And once we saw them sitting at the table, I said, that's when we knew, okay, yeah, no, no, y'all tight, tight. And I think that's pretty much where I want to end the review as far as the things that have happened. I don't need to touch on every little thing, but yeah, the family stuff I, I think could have been much more, much more fleshed out, not just for the sake of making them suspicious, particularly the father. I do think that Hector also was enough of a mislead. But at the same time, I would not have put it in the past that he was hiding his sexuality if I didn't know about it in the present. Or until she told me in this sixth episode. And so I think that was not quite as clear as it could have been. Um, I wish we got more with Cormac and his past as well, but I understand because the case was focused on Izzy, but yeah, withholding information and investigation, I feel like Hazel should have been given some, some shit, even if it is for her sister and her sister, she saw for the first time in that video and she sees her at the end finally having made some peace but I feel as if where we were with the story to 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 pinpoint the sister I would have you know I think I would have liked it better if we focused on Kalana a lot more especially since they were moving they were marrying these two characters and we didn't touch on how she was in her her aunt's shadow just a bit it's almost like she that was ignored and embraced but overall i think a a decent series um definitely not not worth my time and i i love travis fimmel's performance in in here and if you want to send feedback on the next show that we are doing check that out on my social medias which will be below like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic. <laughs>